Well, hello, everybody. My name is Steve Bauer, and this is Steve Bauer's Grateful Dead Podcast. So good to be back with you. Um, <laughs> I was looking at my catalog of shows, and uh, it appears the last time I did this was almost a year ago. It was uh, February 28th of 2016. So I guess the question there, the statement, the idea is, you know, whoa, oh, what I want to know, uh, where does the time go? So I guess I've been busy, but I uh, want to thank people for tuning in, and I want to say that it's really kind of crazy. To, I went and look, I haven't even looked at my Podbean uh, dashboard in just months, and turns out people have been listening to my past podcasts, not a lot, but uh, some, and it's that's cool given that you know I started this really for one person, <laughs> my friend Joel, who. Uh, was starting to get his feet wet into this whole deal and was commuting a lot and had time on his hands. And, you know, it was just one of those things I, I wanted to share, uh, this music and what, you know, my, uh, ideas about it with him. And that was a vehicle to do that. And so, um, I don't know, to see, I've got somebody or a couple people in Great Britain have been listening to this over the last few months, which is crazy to me. I think that's awesome. Um, so I hope, uh, whoever you are, that you're enjoying it and finding uh, some value in this whole thing, which I uh, most certainly do. Um, I don't know. Uh, I <laughs> It's so funny to think, like, I remember at the, at the end of 2016, um, you know, it just seemed like, oh, my God, could, could another beloved celebrity die? <laughs> you know, I mean, we lost Lemmy. We lost... Uh, uh, David Bowie and uh, Leonard Cohen, um, you know, just a bunch of really, I, I always, I'll say important, sure, important artists um, passed, and I mean, that's life, it's going to happen, but it just seemed like there was a pretty good run of it, and it's hit me over the last week or so that really, I think that was just kind of a little warm-up act, a warm-up act for um, the year slash years uh, to come. Because uh, now we're looking at a whole other situation here in uh, the land of the free, and I don't know, it's it's troubling, and so that's part of the reason why I'm doing this is because it's one of the things that I can do um, to. Well, I'm, I hope that whoever's listening to this really enjoys the music and you know gets some value out of whatever input I slash insight I may have. But really, I'm doing this for me, um, and because it helps me process kind of where I'm at and um, what I think of what's going on. And I, I guess if there was a big poopy emoticon that I could put audio-wise, well, there it is, big poopy emoticon. That's what I think. Um, so um, I'm trying to do what I can as far as being involved in the community, and I, I think art and music are, are very important, and uh, obviously um, the Grateful Dead are very important to me, and I, I think that um, this all kind of... Uh, well, all the music combines. So, um, I've got a lot going on in my head. Here's where, here's what's happening. I think, um, no, I don't think this is what I'm going to play today. Let's go that way. Let's start with the show. The show, uh, in, on January 3rd, I believe, it was the 3rd, 13th, scratch that, January 13th, 1980, the Grateful Dead played a, uh, benefit concert in Oakland at the Coliseum. Uh, for Cambodian Cambodian refugees, 
which I think might be a little timely right now, uh, given that last night there was a little, well, uh, our president signed in a ban on Muslims entering the country yesterday, and it's caused some problems um, for those people. And so there's that. But um, these, the Cambodian refugees were um, fleeing the Khmer Rouge. And uh, I don't know, that's a complicated situation that I don't know a whole heck of a lot about. I'm not going to pretend to. But um, the dead played this benefit to raise money to help those folks along with some other people. Uh, Joan Baez, Jefferson Starship, the Beach Boys, Carlos Santana. There was a lot happening uh, both in the country and in the Grateful Dead world uh, during this time. And I, I you know, again, I'm not a, a, a United States historian or scholar by any stretch. Uh, so I'm not going to get into my opinions about that too much because they're all, you know, uh, largely uneducated. I will say that right now Reagan seems like a pretty good option at the time. Probably not so much. Um he was, you know, just coming into office. Uh, so there's that. Um, the the uh, the Grateful Dead had just, you know, they were just breaking in uh, Brent Midland on keyboards. And I think that if there's a lesson out of this time period, it's uh, <laughs> it's just say no, folks. How's that for a timely uh, reference? Um, and the reason why I say that is because. Um, Unfortunately, I think that their power, the dead's power, was uh, significantly diminished by um, drugs at, during this time. And, and that's a real shame to look back in uh, hindsight. Um, they were coming off of, I mean, if you haven't listened to the December tours that they did um, of the East Coast and Midwest, and then the, uh, in particular, December 26th and 28th from this same venue. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's from the Henry J. Kaiser uh, venue across the bay, but um, they are represented in Dick's Picks 5 and one of the Road Trips releases, uh, respectively. That is some of the most powerful, amazing, sloppy, but powerful and amazing uh, music I think ever created. Uh, and they're this is just a couple weeks after that. And it's already like, there's already a shift. They hadn't played for a couple weeks and um, they're just a little bit rusty, but they're still a force to be reckoned with. This is some pretty powerful music. Uh, I guess my point is that we're starting to head definitively into the quote, ragged, but right era of Grateful Dead music. And sometimes that can be put, you know, that's being charitable um, because they were certainly capable of, um, being loud and being energetic, maybe not the most, not a whole lot of uh, finesse at times, um, which in itself is very enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, but um, they started their, you know, they, you know what I'm trying to say. If you don't know what I'm trying to say, go back and listen to like some 1972, 1973 Grateful Dead music or 1968, 69, and then listen to like a fall of 1984 show. Completely different animals. Um, Anyway, my point being is that this is um, this is kind of a signpost show in a lot of ways because this is like this is the last benefit or the last like radio broadcast they would do on KSAN in San Francisco. Um, the days of the large format uh, benefits were largely over until we got like I think the next one was probably like there was a 
concert for the rainforest in like 88 there was another thing for aids in 89 i believe but like that was this is kind of the last one of these that they do for a while and a large part of that is um i believe because um garcia was kind of he was starting to check out a little bit and that's unfortunate um I'll just say it. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna glorify or romanticize um, the the negative effect that, in particular, opiates um, had on him. Which is also kind of just interesting that we're in our nation is in the middle of a, 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 a prescription op- opiate uh, epidemic. Um, so I'll say it. Opiates bad. There, I said it. We collectively as a nation and it's just as humans have, <laughs> it looks like a lot of work to do in front of us and we're not going to be able to do any of it um, if we're if we're schmooed out. That's the bottom line. Don't get me wrong. I understand that as a response to what's happening. I'm just going to check out. I don't want to deal with it. So just take me away, whatever. And uh, I, I, I can't see that as a viable option anymore. Uh, if there was ever a time for... Um, being sober, and I don't mean that. I mean, I'm not a teetotaler by any stretch of the imagination. I am in recovery, but I, 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 like, if you need to go tie one on, buddy, you just go, you ring that bell for whatever it's worth. Dig it. However, as a plan of action, long-term going forward, I don't recommend it simply because, and this is one of my favorite things, one of my favorite ideas, is, is that really in the long run, drugs make you a tool for the man. That's what happens. In case you hadn't noticed, our legal system isn't exactly, and our just our society is not set up to be empathetic to people with substance abuse problems. If you get pulled into the system, you are literally just becoming a cog in the machine. Not that we aren't all kind of already, but this is not a particularly fun cog. So if you want to be free, just just keep that in mind, okay? Boy, that just headed in a completely unexpected direction. I have a few crib notes down here, and that totally was not on it. So I guess that's what needed to be said. So yeah, um, this is kind of a unique little show, and I say little because it's short, um, given a multi-band format. The Dead only played for like 73 minutes. It's pretty short. Uh, They basically smashed a first and second set together. And I think I'm just going to play the whole thing, because why not? Um, it's, this is, it, it definitely takes them a couple minutes to get going. They have a couple sound problems during the opener and you can just tell that, you know, <laughs> it's going to take a minute to get the cobwebs shook off. But, uh, don't you worry folks, because when that happens, this is a, a pretty, uh, it's a good time. Very powerful. Uh, Phil is on fire and that's good stuff given his rig during this time. And, um, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. And that's, I think, you know, I, <laughs> I hearken back to, I hearken back, oh boy, um, a guy I used to work with, his name's Tim, and it's just one of the best things that I think I've ever heard about the dead from somebody that didn't know anything about the dead, um, or just anything about this whole situation, and, and he said, as a guy I worked with, and he said, <laughs> Tim's other great quote, just to put this into reference, as we were talking about, we're about the same age, and I'm 45, and Tim said, the only thing I remember about the 1970s is my bell-bottoms getting caught in my bike chain. Right? Perfect. Um, And we were just talking about music, and I, you know, came out of the closet as being a deadhead, and 
we're getting to know each other, said, you know, I didn't, I don't really know anything about the Grateful Dead, but the people that like them, and they always seem to just have a good time. How great is that? Um, and I think that that's where, I mean, that, that that's so important right now. N- not escapism necessarily, but just to have a place to go uh, mentally that is free of the bondage of day-to-day life um, and to have a place that is creative and a place that is joyful and a place that is safe, mostly. (laughs) Cue Mickey Hart. Um, That is um, a, 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 a space where people's imaginations can run wild to find better solutions, to find new spaces, to find new ideas, and to just be open to possibility rather than being drugged down by the constant barrage of, pick your derogatory term, I guess, um, that we're seeing ourselves faced with right now. Um, And if the dead were good at one thing, it was that, is creating those spaces on a very large scale. And I'm so, so thankful to have this music in my life and to have the people that love this music in my life. And it's just incredibly gratifying um, on so many levels to know that, that, that this is out there. And that's part of the reason why I continue, well, continue why I'm starting to do this, uh, why I'm making, I'm not going to make a commitment. I'm not going to make a commitment. I'm doing it today. I'm doing it now. Whether I do another one this week or next week, I don't know, maybe, but I, the, I want to check in and I want to have an outlet and I want to spread, um, this music and I want to spread this idea that um, no matter what's going on, there are people working towards a, a better future, towards a saner future. Well, I can't say sane because God knows the dead are just nuts. But um, <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say is that the Grateful Dead and their music bring me tremendous amounts of joy and perspective that is so very badly needed right now. And uh, I just love it. And I love them. And I love this music. And I want to do everything I can to kind of keep it going. And plus, this gives me an excuse to listen to it and to talk about it. So there's that. Um, So let's get on with the show, please. Okay. So again, short show. Um, Give it some time. The opening Jack Straw has some issues, but it, I assure you, it smooths itself out. Um, Jack Straw, opener into Franklin's Tower, into New Minglewood Blues, Tennessee Jed, into Looks Like Rain, into Don't Ease Me In. That effectively ends the first set, but they just keep going. Uh, into a truncated second set, so it's playing in the band, into drums, into Not Fade Away with a couple guest stars. Uh, got John Cipollina and uh, Carlos Santana. And that's okay. Um, there's some technical issues. You can only hear Cipollino a little bit. and But it ends up working out pretty well um, into Sugar Magnolia in the U.S. Blues uh, Encore. And I think that I will go ahead and tack on uh, The Amazing Grace 
uh, with Joe and Baez leading uh, the proceedings and uh, some of the other performers I've alluded. It does include the Grateful Dead and the Beach Boys. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get on with the show. Joe and Baez are putting this together. We can share the wine. We can share what we gotta use. Get all of Keep on rolling, just a mile to go. Keep on rolling, my old buddy. You're moving, but you slow. Four bucks and change Made that heaven sing
bigger than a Cadillac. I tried to show you, but you drive me back. Your love for me has got to be real.
Sunshine day Walk you in the dark trees Going where the wind goes Blooming, blooming like a red rose Now come on over sweetly Right out you know I'll catch you in the morning sunshine Sunshine day
Astor, a cast of, of uh, all the folks who helped put on the show, or most of them anyway, and we're all going to sing for you. So. So anyway, here they are. You'll recognize everybody as soon as you see them. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound.
Take care. Okay, folks. Grateful Dead, January 13th, 1980 from Oakland, California. Hope you enjoyed that. I'll see you sometime. Later. <laughs>